0: I'm thinking that question should be cut from the podcast. Okay, that's fine. I'll cut that. That one doesn't make any sense. (laughs)
1: Sometimes I go off script and it doesn't make sense. It's fine. Hello everyone and welcome to The Auction Advocate, the podcast where we're all in. I am Aaron Ships, Director of Marketing and Communications for the National Auctioneers Association and today we're having a very exciting conversation with some industry friends of ours from the National Auto Auction Association. Trisha Heon is the current CEO of NAAA. She has been with the association for 11 and a half years, I think, if LinkedIn is correct, <laughs> and was promoted to CEO a year ago next month. So, uh, Trisha, congratulations on your upcoming anniversary and welcome to The Auction Advocate.
2: Thank you, Erin. It's great to be here.
1: Awesome. We've also got a familiar face here today, NAA member Charlotte Pyle, CAIAARE co-owner and auctioneer at Joe R Pyle Complete Auction and Realty Service, who is also currently the NAAA secretary. So welcome Charlotte. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Erin. I'm very excited. Right. So If it's not clear what we're talking about, we're talking about the auto side of the auction industry today. For anyone who might not know, NAAA is a private nonprofit that serves as a strong unified voice to protect and promote the interests of its members and the wholesale auto auction industry. NAAA membership consists of more than 348 domestic and international auctions with combined sales in 2021 of 7.5 million vehicles and wholesale revenue of more than $121 billion. So that's impressive. Patricia, I want to start with you and give us a little background about your history with NAAA and what the last year has been like for you as CEO.
2: Sure. Um, my history with NAAA did start 11 and a half years ago. I so got it. Is accurate, yes. <laughs> um, I came on to really launch the internal advocacy program for the association. That's where my background lies. And um, I've had a lot of fun over the last 11 years. I've seen a lot of change. Probably the change in the last year has uh, surpassed the change that had been in the prior 10 years. But um, the, the industry is just a very exciting industry, and I'm thrilled to be part of it.
1: Awesome. Well, we're glad to have you here. And Charlotte, I want to go to you. Tell us a little bit about your involvement in the auto industry and then your involvement within AAA and the NAA, actually,
0: all around. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, well, I started, uh, my husband started in the, estate and real estate side of the business. And then uh, years into our career, we we opened two auto auctions. We have one in the northern part of the state and southern part. Uh, As far as the National Auctioneers Association, I'm an accredited auctioneer of real estate, went through that schooling. I'm also a CAI certified auctioneer and I know Paul Baer very, very well. I serve on his board. He asked me to be part of his executive board that year. So I've been very active in both associations. Uh, The the National Auto Auction side, I'm a past president. My term was uh, completed in 2012, and I've served on the executive board for the National Auto Auction Association ever since. I also represent the independent side of the Automobile auction owners, which were basically the mom and pops of the world. And are, you know, a lot of those things are changed, but I've been that co chair for uh, almost 20 years.
1: Wonderful. Thank you. Yes, you're very involved, and we love involved members around here. So there's a little bit of a difference between membership structures between NAA and NAAA. NAA membership is focused on auction entrepreneurs, individuals from all types of asset auctions. And and NAAA members are auto auction companies. So I want to ask Charlotte, why is it important to you to be a member of both of these associations?
0: Well, I came from the auctioneer background. So we have auctioneer. Uh, when I met my husband, he was an estate and real estate auctioneer, and I had no idea what that was. <laughs> never heard an auction or any of that. So my first uh, trip to that was just at a little local estate auction. Then he became very involved with the auto auctions who were members of this association, and we were very, very excited about that. We we come from an auctioneer family, so we feel like we have a little bit of an understanding of what it helps take to run an automobile auction. You know, there's a lot of pieces to that puzzle, and the auctioneers are a huge part of the auto auction industry. So we we understand what it's like to be on the block, whether it's an estate piece, a real estate, or a car in this particular instance, and knowing the market value. so So we understand how important that is to both sides of the fence. Great. Thank you so much. I'm, you know, I was going to start
1: off this news from NAAA with a big announcement. I think I'm going to save it till the end. So I'm going to make people wait until the end to get to the big news that we're going to talk about. So it's been an active year for NAAA. You've taken steps to enhance your education and training opportunities. What kinds of things will you be offering the industry in the year ahead?
2: Sure, I will I will jump in and take that one, Aaron. You know, we, you mentioned member engagement and members such as Charlotte pile. We have a lot of great board members, and they committed to a board retreat in January, and that's how we kicked off the year in 2022. And uh, throughout that board retreat, uh, the board members identified a lot of areas where the association could provide our membership. Uh, enhanced benefits and services through education and training Mm. so this year our members are going to see training in uh, technician training we have a workforce initiative and that's something um, i encourage everyone to check out our website that's very exciting we're live it's a live job board Um, we will be expanding that workforce initiative and highlighting careers within the industry through that workforce initiative we are providing new safety sam training videos safety is something that's always top of mind for our members enhancing that safety training with new videos and then also um, revised training program. Privacy PAM security training is also coming for our members. Another thing we've launched this year that um, has been very successful is an NAAA peer-to-peer exchange program.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: the first uh, first of those series is focused on HR. So we formed an HR community and those HR managers across the country have a Teams channel they can chat. And they get together monthly to talk about something that's, you know, whatever issues are top of mind. But they've now got the community that they can lean on, you know, amongst our unique industry. We will be introducing a LEAD University program. And that program is going to be an academic year-long program starting in September of 2022. And that is for aspiring leaders in our industry. So very excited about that. We also are going to be opening a mentorship program. So, uh, I love that. Help foster that younger generation within our industry. And uh, we're collaborating with the National uh, Insurance Crime Bureau for some training opportunities on security at our auction facilities. And then lastly, um, EVs. EVs are top of mind for everyone in the auto industry. So um, EV training uh, on funding programs, grant opportunities, infrastructure at the auctions, as well as uh, technician preparedness.
1: Yes, we have been talking a lot about the EV market with, with the auto auction side of things. Um, I love that you're, you're building communities. That's something that we've done at the NAA in the past couple of years. We started building communities, of those smaller groups to talk about those we have assets all over the place. So we need to kind of focus those conversations sometimes. So yeah, we totally get that. And the mem- the mentorship thing, really, that's exciting. This is something that, that we've also talked about here, but it's, it's a little, it can be difficult to implement, I think, but it's such a great way to get the young people involved and to get, I mean, what better way to come into a career than to have someone just right there guiding you, right? Absolutely. And we have
2: a, really great group of seasoned, you know, NAAA veteran members that are anxious to serve as
0: mentors. That's great. Love to see that. Charlotte, did you have anything to add? No, I'm excited about that mentorship program. You know, when I was the young um, automobile auction owner, mm-hmm. we came into the association and I had some very critical people, you know, Patty Stanley, Barbara Wheatley, Ruth Hart Stevens, Alexis Jacobs, you know, all strong individuals that were there for me. And, you know, they greeted us when we came in and, and all those meetings, took us under their wing, mm-hmm. basically just walked us around, showed us where we should be, who we should be in contact with. It really helped to boost our business. And I'm excited to be on the other end of that because Mm -hmm. I love education. I love building people up. And I I think that's going to be a great thing. We have a lot because I tell Joe, you know, I look around and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm the old person in the room now. (laughs) So, you know, there's so many younger people coming in that excite me. And I love their energy, especially serving board seats with them because they bring in such fresh perspective And things that are innovative and very exciting for our association. So I'm really, really excited about being a part of that. And I know we have a lot of members that are really excited as well.
1: That's awesome. I love to hear about the everybody has a story in the auction industry. When I came into the auction industry beginning of 2019, uh, when I started the job here at the NAA, it was amazing to me how such a competitive environment of auctions, because you know, there's there's always competition in the market, but how willing they are to help one another. And we have this uh, aha saying in the NAA, which is auctioneers helping auctioneers because they believe so strongly in doing that. And just like I said, everybody has a story. If you ask anybody, it's they came to a convention, they came to another event and somebody just introduced them and got those connections they needed to just blast off. Right. I love that. Okay. Let's go on to the next question. Advocacy. Advocacy has also been top of mind for NAAA, and I know it has been an active legislative session. What has NAAA done on the advocacy front so far this year?
2: Sure. Yes, it has been a very active legislative session, both at the federal level and the state level. There's a lot going on. So our team's been very active with federal advocacy. Things we're we're focusing on, uh, the Build Back Better Act. Mm -hmm. Um, And the PART Act, Uh, we advocated for support of the final Build Back Better Act that includes um, provisions that are favorable for the auto auction industry. We are offering our strong support for the PART Act. I'm sure you've heard about catalytic converter thefts, and this this bill aims to curb catalytic converter thefts. So we are um, actively in support of that. We also met earlier this week, in fact, with Senator Portman's office about the America Competes Act. And that act uh, will provide funding for expanded uh, domestic chip production. Oh, great, so, some supply yeah. chain efforts as well. On the state front, um, state's been incredibly active this uh, session. We've reviewed our, our legislative team. Um, very grateful to to their extensive efforts. We've reviewed over a uh, thousand bills this session. Wow, um, that's just since January. And uh, <laughs> of those a thousand bills, uh, we've identified nearly eighty that have an impact on our industry that we've had to engage and be involved with Mm. during this uh, 2022 session, um, state bills that we've been active on um, focused on catalytic converter theft, EVs, titling issues, and also the INFORM Act. So it's been a, uh, it's been a full plate.
1: Yeah. Just a little bit going on for you. (laughs) I don't know if I could read a thousand of those documents myself.
2: So, thankfully we have a fantastic team here (laughs) at NAAA. It's a, it's a joint effort and we engage our members across the country, um, especially with us on the state level. Um, We really, they have the ear to the ground. They have the community uh, engage, you know, they can engage with their local, um, their local lawmakers. So it is a big team effort.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Charlotte, anything else on that? We're excited about it. You know, um, our advocacy has really, uh, you know, stepped up the plate, being able to collaborate with the NAA as well. You know, we were able to help jumpstart that program again for them and we met with them in DC and helped them get their day on the hill and you know we learned some things from them that we you know hadn't thought of and they learned some things from us and great bond between these two associations so we were happy to be part of that
1: yeah i was happy to see that too i'm glad that you all were able to come to our day on the hill and have conversations with aaron our ceo and Uh, build this relationship because the more that that we work together, the better the auction industry will be for sure. Uh, So back in November, I was talking with Kevin Chartier from Mannheim on the podcast about what a historical time it was for the entire automobile industry uh, with supply chain issues, increasing activity at a remarketing level. So we're about seven months later now. Are your members still seeing high levels of activity and pricing?
0: Well, one thing that we cannot control, you know, the, the manufacturers were not producing vehicles. Right. So for our fleet lease customers, you know, they were used to trading those every two years. Mm-hmm. So during COVID, there were no cars being produced. So the fleet lease people were keeping their units way longer, they were getting way higher mileage on the unit, and none of them were coming through the lanes because there were simply none to be had. So, you know, the manufacturers are opening that back up right now. You know, we I just actually came from a West Virginia Auto Truck Dealer Association meeting. I just got home this afternoon from that, and they were speaking about that and noticing that there are more manufacturer vehicles that are coming down the pipeline. They expect that to be a lot better than last year, and that's happening quite quicker. You know, the turnovers for those, uh, the challenge being when those cars get back in the lanes, you know, we're used to selling them with 80,000 Sixty to 80,000 miles, Mm. and a lot of them are twenty to 40,000 miles on a good year, you know, when they have them for two years at a time. Well, now you're getting units that have been in the pipeline for three to four years, and they're 200,000 miles, and you're trying to sell. So I would say that piece of the puzzle has been a bigger challenge for auction owners in getting them. But we're all excited to see the pipeline opening back up with the manufacturers. Things are probably never going to be the same Mm -hmm. again, clearly, you know, with the, the volume of those. And I know specifically like a, a Honda Toyota dealership, they're selling more pre-sales. You know, they, they have the customer come in and they pre-sell the car and then the ones that are being delivered are already being sold. Yeah. So, you know, there's just a challenge, you know, we all know the chip shortage and what's going on with that. So, you know, that's been a little bit of a challenge for the auctions, but, you know, I got to say our, our auction owners and companies they're used to changing on a dime. Sure. You know, they're they're very resilient. They want to go through and do the best they possibly can, and they just adjust to the marketplace and you know really just keep going. I I know that it was uh, somewhat difficult with states shutting them down through this season, but you know we've worked online. We figured out a new way to do business, mm-hmm. and we keep going. So I don't see that being as a major issue with shift and how we're used to doing business.
1: Yeah. That's something I didn't even think about when I was having that conversation last fall about, you know, people holding on to their vehicles longer because they can't get that new vehicle and then how that affects now, seven months later or, you know, a year from now when that mileage is changing. That's that's an interesting point that I hadn't considered. And it, how does
0: that affect pricing then? Or do you know yet? Well, I mean, naturally, you're not going to be able to sell a car with 200,000 miles <laughs> As well as you would one that has forty, right? <laughs> and and the problem is, you know, the market, the 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 analysis, like the MMRs and the um, you know Black Book indexes, some of those adjustments haven't been made. So it it's it's a change that they're getting used to. They're 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 making them. They're making the adjustments as needed to be. It's just taking a little bit longer for them to understand oh my goodness, I've done this business this way for so long. Yeah. And now I'm not used to selling a vehicle that's got 180,000 miles or more on it. Oh yeah. It's a lot. If there's anything I know, it's
1: that auctioneers are adaptable. So that's, and resilient. Um, Tricia <laughs> is in AAA doing anything education wise, uh, to help with these changes and transitions. Absolutely. We, um, you know, we have a
2: lot of lot of communication amongst our members. Um our convention will focus on uh, the economic situation, um, mm-hmm. what the outlook looks like. We also will have an executive panel that's going to talk about the changes that have occurred in the industry and where we see it going. So it's top of mind for all of our members, so it's something we're always engaged with,
1: yeah, of course. I'm thinking about the smaller auto auction operations and how they're fitting into this larger picture. You know, how is it different for them as opposed to, you know, a Mannheim or a Barrett Jackson?
0: You know, one of the things that people don't realize just because you're a smaller auction, Your policies and procedures are exactly the same. Mm -hmm. You know, we're getting ready to go to Iowa. Okay, Des Moines, Iowa is not going to have the volume of cars that a a Texas is going to have, a Pennsylvania is going to have, you know, those sort of things. So they can make decisions fairly quickly, Mm -hmm. and they're not changing the way they're doing their actual day-to-day business. You Mm -hmm. know, they're, they're dealing with the vehicles as they come in. Um, you know, naturally, the supply chain is, is a lot smaller, so they're getting more creative in how they are doing things. You know, a lot of these new car dealers are buying cars off the street and then bringing them, you know, selling them on the lot or bringing their trade-ins to the auctions. So, mm-hmm. so I really believe that they continue doing business like they always have, having great customer service, still offering the things, auctions, a special place to do business and trading off the volume of cars, you know, even though the the, the supply is different, there's a different need in different areas and different dealerships. So that's been part of the, of the plus side of the auto mm-hmm. auction business is helping a dealer get that piece of merchandise that they need in their specific area that it maybe is a little bit stale from one dealer to the other. I think they're continuing doing what they know how to do best.
1: The NAA serves a lot of auction entrepreneurs. What advice do you have for individuals who are looking to get into the auto resale market?
2: So uh, that's a great question, Erin. We have just phenomenal entrepreneurs uh, as members of this association and, you know, hence a mentorship program because, you know, these individuals are just extremely successful, hardworking uh, business owners um, I would highly encourage anyone to enter this industry. Um, there is a career path. We have so many wonderful stories of members that entered, you know entered the this industry as an entry level position, some in high school. Some mm-hmm. worked um, through got their college degree, their master's degree while working at the auction and now are the manager of the auction. And those are those stories are not unique. They're all over the country. So um, it is a uh, career that you enter and very rarely leave. It gets in your blood. That's what we hear uh, time and time out. Occasionally, you go to a conference and a member will be wearing a shirt with a different logo, but they don't leave the industry. It just Correct. gets in your blood. It's infectious. It's um, a fabulous industry. And, you know, competitors all year long, they get together at a convention or we get on one of these uh you know, association events, and they are the best of friends, you know, in times of um, disaster, um, something happens, you have a community that steps mm-hmm. up, you know, they have a disaster relief fund where but there's a, there was a storm in, in Texas, and, and the stories of what other auction owners did to to help one another is incredible. So you couldn't find a better community and industry to, to enter into. So yes, I, I couldn't encourage it enough.
1: Yeah, Charlotte, anything else to add on, on
0: how young people can get into this industry? Well, you know, the uh, National Auctioneers Association promotes that as well. Mm-hmm. Through, through the auctioneers, we've been able to gain wonderful employees through these competitions that happen through the the um mid-year meetings that happen. I, I have one of the success stories. We had we had a gentleman that started working for us at 16 years old. He started uh buffing cars, washing cars. And today he's our general manager of one wow. of our auctions. And getting these young folks coming in, we the our job board is really an exciting thing that's happening mm-hmm. for the NAAA because it gives these young folks a An exciting path to get started in. It gives them education backgrounds to start. Uh, This convention that I just came, it was really funny because I had met a gal from Atlanta who had worked for an auction in Atlanta and said, When I was a teenager working at an auction, it was so exciting and fast paced. And she said, I would recommend anybody doing that sort of a thing. So, you know, going to the job fairs and getting those those the word out for that but basically word of mouth too helps a lot for it because when you can start somebody out trisha's right that gets in your blood you you mm-hmm. just you just can't help but want to be part of that excitement
1: yeah so any young people looking to get into the auction industry the auto auction industry specifically join naa join in check out the job boards get in the mentorship program get all the education you can you will be successful and you will have a a big giant new family you love that. Uh, Charlotte, since you mentioned competition, I'm going to get to the big news. A announced last week that it has acquired the World Auto Auctioneers Championship from our own original IEC champion, Mr. Paul C. Bear. There's certainly a lot of excitement around that announcement. So what are NAAA's plans for the event? And how do you feel about taking on this prestigious competition?
0: NAAA always has understood how important auctioneers and ringmen are to our member auctions and the work that they put in. You know, it it is, I can't tell you a week that goes by that we have a ringman that's putting an extra deal together or an auctioneer that is talking to someone across the lanes to come back and help. And A auctions clearly could not, be as successful as they are without them. You know, we're very, very, I particularly am thankful for the executive committee and the board of directors for their support and recognizing the significance of this piece to our industry. You know, we're very, very excited about it. Um, It aligns with our goals, this workforce initiative that we have right now, it it just plays right into that and the, the, the job board postings that we have. And, you know, Paul Bear is a wonderful man. As I told you before, you know, mm-hmm. I served on his board, an outstanding leader for this World Automobile Auctioneer Championship. You know, as he said before, it's a, it's been an unblemished competition. It's been a standard set for our auto auctions. You know, I've been to multiple of these. I know that uh, NAAA auctions have ask some of these auctioneers to come be part of their team. They'd never heard them before, didn't even know they were in their area. They were very, Mm -hmm. very excited about having them. You know, and Paul's guidance for that has made this a widely recognized competition. It's going to be great for our industry, and it draws attention to the auctioneer profession. And we're Mm -hmm. very much looking forward to building and continuing the success that Paul has had in that arena.
2: And Erin, I'll just add from from NAAA headquarters, we couldn't be more excited. Um, We are grateful to the leadership of the association for the the decision that's been made. Um, We're really excited about the opportunities um, to highlight our auctioneers and ringmen. And also, I think it's going to bring an opportunity for us to work closer with with the auctioneers association. So excited about that as well.
1: Yes, we know a thing or two about competitions around here. <laughs> we do, <laughs> having been intimately involved with the the production of of our IEC live stream. Yes, it is a lot of work, but it is the best day. It is, really is. So I'm excited for you guys as well. Uh, finally, I want to talk about conferences. The NAA's conference is right around the corner in San Diego, July 26th through 30th, where we will host some of the best networking, education and competition for the auction industry. Your annual convention is set for September 6th through 8th in Dallas. And are there any things that you would like to highlight about that conference?
0: We're very, very excited about our conference. You know, coming off of COVID, everyone's really excited about that. We have a new and used market performance with an economic outlook, which is going to be very exciting for our members. Uh, We have an executive panel that's going to be discussing the industry changes as well. We know, you know, all those coming down the path. We have a lot of very important issues. I think Tricia alluded to some of those um, previously with the security of our auctions Mm -hmm. and also the legislation and the auction standards. Those, those committee meetings happen during that convention. So we have a a lot of uh, education coming through from there. We have a renowned speaker, Scott Stratton. He's going to be speaking about the age of disruption Mm -hmm. and, you know, in our, in our world, The industry topic is the EVs, having to focus on a lot of those things that have to do with the electric vehicles. There have been some things through advocacy and legislation, some of those bills that have come through that our team has been working on that. So we have a lot of education for our members that will try to help them to understand how we can better service them and how they can flow seamlessly through our auctions. Um, we also are going to have a lot of fun we have a country music singer coming Jake Owen so we're going to be having a concert from him so we're going to be putting on our cowboy hats and boots and, and <laughs> having a boot scooting boogie out event <laughs> for that so Love we're it. really excited about him coming so we have a lot of content coming down the path and um you know working through what what we've we've tried the committees our committees have been very very busy this year they've spent a lot mm-hmm. of effort and a lot of time um trying to make our association better and more, more impactful. And we're just, we're all excited about what this conference is going to bring and how we can all work together to be better. Tricia, anything to add to that? Uh, We're just like, we're going to be excited
2: to be back together. COVID's gotten us two conventions in a row. so um, We are networking, networking, networking is what, you know, we want to make sure uh, we're arranging our, our uh the conference to allow for plenty of opportunities for for everyone to see each other uh, you know along with education training and a little bit of fun um hope that lots of naa members decide to join us because auctioneers are always welcome and as you said earlier we're all better together
1: absolutely we're, we snuck right in with our conference last year in the middle you know, when it was calm for a couple of months. But I'm glad you guys are going to get back together again. It is such a wonderful time. All right, so well, now that we have the important stuff out of the way, it's time for everyone's favorite part of the podcast, which is game time. So today we're playing a little bit of trivia, uh, multiple choice because I'm feeling generous, uh, and the trivia is about auto auctions. And we'll start with some questions about a record-breaking sale that just happened this past May. And don't worry if you get these wrong, ladies. I didn't know any of this before I looked it up, just don't tell anyone. So your first question is multiple choice and you can work together on this. Um, No phoning a friend and no using the internet. I will catch can we you. we use Max? <laughs> yeah, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Max is our, our sneaky, silent guy over here uh, from Interplay. Um, yeah, he would probably be a really good resource. And I guess if you need to bring him in, that's okay. We can do that. If he's willing to. Um, all right, so the first question is, in May 2022, the record for most expensive car sold at auction was broken by RM Sotheby's. What was the make of the car? Is it A, Mercedes-Benz, B, Lamborghini, C, Ferrari, or D, Cadillac? There's already a sigh.
2: <laughs> so I think this was covered in one of our public, I think this trivia was in one of our um, Smart Free publications, wasn't it? Max. Do you remember? I'm, I'm thinking Mercedes.
1: Anybody? Nobody wants know. to come to your help on this one. Oh, no. <laughs> look at that. Max is trying to look at his computer. I see we'll you. Go,
0: we'll go with Mercedes. That's what I would get. Yeah.
1: You're right. Yeah. It's Mercedes Benz. Good
0: job. My, Do you realize that my husband is going to kill me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't let him listen. It'll be fine. <laughs> Skip over this part. <laughs> just be like that was it the rest of it's trash we're good um your second question yes yes what was the
0: cut out the doubt on the cut out the doubt on that question
1: (laughs) right (laughs) just cut right to answering it right out the gate Um, okay that's right yeah what was the manufacture year of the record breaking mercedes-benz was it a 1950? B, 1958, C, 1962, or D, 1955? This is stuff everybody knows, right? (laughs) Max is cheating. I can see you. (laughs) Look in my eyes.
0: (laughs) We're counting on you, Max. Uh, We're counting on you, Max. Go quick. (laughs)
1: Yeah. so it's 50 58 62 or 55
0: what do you think charlotte i have no idea <laughs> double nickel i'm guessing nickel, you're right it's
2: 1955 there we go see see now
1: i'm right <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> see now you've redeemed yourself <laughs> uh, Last. <laughs> The last question about that sale is what was the record setting sales price? Was it A 65 million, B 103 million, C 142 million or D 91 million?
2: So my recollection is that it was over 100 million. Cuz I remember talking to someone about this. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. You're going to have to cut this out if I'm wrong.
1: <laughs> Will not. Refused. <laughs> I
0: think I think it was like, was it 165? Well, we've got 103 or 142. 142. Somebody's taking
1: notes. 103 or
0: 142. What do you think, Charlotte? Well, our choices are 103 or 142. <laughs> I think 142.
1: You are correct. Oh, yeah. I think 142
0: also. Yeah. got it. Yay. Yay! <laughs>
1: Oh, okay. That's all the questions about that. We're going to move on. Um, According to the fact-filled website, Wikipedia, which car brand tops the list as the most popular among the most expensive cars sold at auction? So among the most expensive cars sold at auction, this one tops the list as most popular. It's A, Bugatti, B, Ferrari, C, Mercedes-Benz, or D, Porsche. This is all you,
0: Charlotte. <laughs> most ex- most expensive
1: the among the most Ooh. expensive cars, what Bugatti. is the most often sold? Oh, the you, most
0: often sold. Yeah, so the okay. most popular. That one, I'm gonna say that'd have to be a Ferrari. You are correct. Ferrari.
1: <laughs> nice job.
0: Yay! <laughs> My Charlotte son will be is... so proud.
1: You're like four for four right now. All right. Um, according to <laughs> Kelly Blue Book recently released, <laughs> I'm sorry about that word. Kelly Blue Book recently released their list of the 10 best overall resale values of 2022. Which make and model topped the list? So these are cars that are coming out in 2022 and they're ranking them for best re overall resale value. So which one is at the top? It is <clears throat> a the 2022 Toyota Forerunner. B, 2022 Ford Ranger, C, 2022 Toyota Tundra, or D, 2022 Tesla Model X? Hmm. Forerunner.
0: I agree. Forerunner. It's
1: well, it is the Toyota Tundra.
0: So, I knew it had to be one of the two of them, <laughs> them but yeah. Right, make. We, we we had the Toyota part right.
1: You did, you did. I'll give you half a point for that one. Uh, my last question um, in in that same list, which two automakers tied for most appearances? Was it a Toyota and Ford, b Toyota and GMC, c Toyota and Jeep, or d Toyota and Chevrolet?
0: Toyota and Jeep.
1: Final answer. Trisha's agreeing.
0: Sounds
1: <laughs> great. Yeah. It Don't was Toyota. It was Toyota and Ford. So look out for all those
0: Toyotas and Fords really? coming down your lane
1: in a couple of years.
0: Wow. Yeah. Wow. Doing well. Okay.
1: Yeah. So well done. Thank you for being good sports about our trivia. Um, you did very well. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have known any of this. So fantastic job. Didn't even have to ask Max for help. We're. You're doing great. So. Uh, Trisha and Charlotte, (laughs) thank you so much for taking time today to speak with me. I know it's been a busy couple of weeks for NAAA, and we very much appreciate being able to have this conversation. We at the NAA look forward to many more conversations to come with all of you.
2: Thank you so much, Erin. And I wish all the members of NAA a terrific conference.
1: Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Thank you guys. So speaking of things that we're really looking forward to, our community cornerstone has a great community conversation coming up for NAA members on July 13th. We'll be chatting about getting into the auto auction sector and best practices within this competitive space. Don't miss it. Register today at auctioneers.org community. On behalf of the National Auctioneers Association, I'm Erin Ships. thanking you for tuning in to the Auction Advocate, and we're so glad you're all in with us.